This kind of love is getting expensive. We know how to live, baby. We're luxurious like Egyptian cotton. We're so rich in love. We're rolling in cashmere. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them on and take control of yourself. Join your sister and What's up, sisters? Sisters! Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Podcast. So today, if you don't know what song we're singing, that was Luxurious by Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. the OG, OG, early 2000s. When, we are obsessed with that song. Yeah. I guess like, that's when music used to be good. shizzle, man. You know, what <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it was so good the back beats then. beats would just Like 50 Cent. You. I remember Gwen Stefani. Yeah. The early 2000s were the shit. I'm Those were the days. It was it was the days. Well, no matter. Now is now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We still got great music now. That was good. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I love Beyonce, so. Oh, Beyonce is good, but the auto-tune, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean. But anyway, what's up, everyone? Hope you're doing well. It is PCOS Awareness Month. It's September. Yes. So I just want to give a big shout out to all our sisters for being here, for listening, and just being part of PCOS Awareness Month with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. This month, we want to fuel all our sisters with motivation to take the next steps to yeah. reversing PCOS and living symptom-free. And yeah, we have lots of surprises this month. Yeah, we're actually doing a very, very special deal with Ovacetol. So we've partnered with Ovacetol to give you an amazing bonus. So anyone who orders Ovacetol in the month of September with our PRC code 292-660, they will receive a two-week extra supply of Ovacetol and a two-week trial in the sisterhood with every purchase of Ovacetol. So you still get your three-month supply of Ovacetol when you order, but in addition, you'll be getting two weeks extra supply and a two-week free trial all meant to just give you all the tools you need in September yeah. to basically tackle your PCOS, uh, manage your symptoms, lose weight, and just thrive. So exciting. Yeah. You know, one day we'll have like a PCOS concert for September Awareness <laughs> Month, and we'll be throwing out Ovastol packets into the crowd. I know, that'd be great. And That's just like hyping everyone up. But until that day, we are here passing out two weeks free of Ovastol for anyone who orders with our PRC code. Yeah. And two week free of the sisterhood. That's right. And we do have uh, we have a very fun episode next week. It's going to be with Talin's friend and sister. So Liana and Arlene are going to join us. We've never had four people live or four people in the studio. Yeah. Because it's not going to be over Zoom. It's going to be with the mics. It's going to be legit. It's so much fun. Liana is actually a sister. She has yeah. PCOS. And then my sister is also a sister. She has PCOS. So we'll be talking all things PCOS lifestyle. Yeah. And Sirak, our host, <laughs> will be there to support us and direct us. Yeah. It's a really fun episode. We can't wait till you listen to that one. And today's episode, we're going to talk about 
incorrect but well-meaning advice about PCOS. You know, this can be advice coming from friends, from family, from doctors, from specialists, etc. And I think it's a really good episode to start off, you know, PCOS Awareness Month because yeah. what one of the most difficult aspects of PCOS is that not everyone gets the, the help that they deserve from their practitioner. Mm-hmm. Not all practitioners are well-informed. There are great doctors out there, but there are unfortunately some who are just not up to date with PCOS. Mm-hmm. So many are not up to date with PCOS and there's all this misinformation going around and we're happy to debunk all the myths yeah. and just talk about the just insaneness of some of these messages. I mean, what was your experience babe, with, with like finding a practitioner, finding a doctor in your journey when you started? Well, I went to a lot of gynecologists mm-hmm. and I realized that none of them were going to give me what I was looking for, mm-hmm. which was what lifestyle they, they changes. Well, like what are there some of the things that they told you the first couple you went to? Um, you know, just PCOS, it's a hormonal condition, take birth control. We don't know too much about it. There's not much you can do. Like it was very painful and like emotionally painful to not get answers. Yeah, right? like, you, like you felt basically alone in the doctor's office. Yeah, right? it was like, just alone. And I, I realized that the answers I was looking for with diet and lifestyle changes were going to come from a different type of doctor. So I started mm-hmm. seeing naturopathic doctors and gynecologists who specialize in functional medicine, specifically Dr. Phyllis Gersh, who wrote PCOS SOS. Oh, yeah. Great book, mm-hmm. life changing. She gave me lots of advice. But of course, doing all of the things I learned was what was the kicker. Like took a lot of years to implement the diet changes, the exercise changes, which I only learned from you, in fact. <laughs> and like, you know, the lifestyle. So yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to what we hear from other sisters and their experiences at the doctor's office. You know, feeling scared and alone, feeling like the doctor is not answering your questions, feeling like the doctor is not even listening to you. It's almost like the doctor has made up their mind. And no matter what you tell them, what questions you're going to ask them, they're going to give you the same answer. Birth control, metformin, or just lose weight, or any of those, you know, default answers that we've heard come from you, sisters. So... That's why we want to start off this month with this episode, because we want to debunk some of these uh, incorrect pieces of advice. And we also want to talk about Talian's journey and hopefully to inspire you, to motivate you to know that there are better practitioners out there and there are ways you can still improve Mm -hmm. your PCOS symptoms. We want to debunk some of these things so you don't feel like this is the end. (laughs) Yeah. And the great thing about them is we actually got all the answers from you. So we actually went on Instagram uh, if you don't follow us, our Instagram is at pcos.weightloss, pcos.weightloss. And our podcast also has a Instagram too, a sister and her mister. But on the pcos.weightloss page, we asked you, what's the most incorrect, well-meaning advice you've received about PCOS? Most incorrect, well-meaning advice. We got about 20 answers. We're going to go through each one a little quickly, not too slow. Don't worry. It's not going to be a three hour long uh-huh. going over each response, but we're going to go over each response and kind of talk about them and see um, how you, maybe sisters, you relate to it and we'll just talk about it. Yeah. Cool. So why don't you start us off babe, with the first response that we got? All right. So D. Rob Fry says, if you eat healthy and work out, you'll lose the weight. PCOS isn't real. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. You know, people like some doctors or some people think that PCOS isn't real Mm -hmm. because they just want to blame you for, I mean, for just 
they think that you ate too much mm-hmm. and then you got PCOS and these this is the result of just like gaining weight or something mm-hmm. like that when it's the opposite. If you have a genetic predisposition to PCOS or if you have, you know, environmental factors that are triggering PCOS, stress and so on and inflammatory foods, it will trigger PCOS if you, everyone's different, you know, and so it might just trigger PCOS. That doesn't mean that it's your fault. Yeah. And I really think that a lot of people just don't think PCOS is real. Honestly, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like they think yeah. that it's just about calories in, calories yeah. out, burning calories and what's your fault. And you get to X, Y, Z. Yeah. And no one stops to think about, but how does food actually impact your body? How does your metabolic dysfunction actually impact your body's ability to burn energy and mm-hmm. use it for fuel. How does insulin resistance impact your body's, like I said, impact your body's way of processing sugar into energy? You know, these are all things that are working against a lot of women with PCOS. Yeah. So when you say, oh, just eat less, work out more, it throws all of that out the window. Exactly. I mean, one in 10 women have PCOS. And in some countries, one in five yeah. women have PCOS. That's a lot of women with PCOS. And it just goes to show that there's no one size fits all approach for a woman because we have hormones. We have hormonal fluctuations over a period of 28 days. Everyone is different, you know, in terms of what factors affect us. And there's no one size fits all. And just because you're not doing what someone else is doing, you know, that doesn't mean that PCOS isn't real and you you weren't trying hard enough. And so you have all these symptoms. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes me so mad. I know. I know. It's And we always see these messages too on Instagram, like the comments that come from sisters who are telling us their experience and like we, we saw it on a live today on yeah, a live we did. it got me so angry because someone said that their doctor told them uh to just lose weight and that you know pcos is Wait, in their head or something she got pcos because she gained weight oh yeah yeah yeah. because she, she got the PCOS level she of weight. ignorance yeah it's a complete opposite pcos is a metabolic disorder yeah. Yeah. and so you gain weight because your metabolism mm-hmm. is in stress All right, babe, let's take a moment to correct our posture, take a deep breath, and have some pure spectrum CBD. Sure. Hey, sisters, CBD can help with acne, inflammation, anxiety, sleep, and so many other PCOS symptoms. I personally take it throughout the day to help keep my stress hormones nice and low. Not to mention, I sleep like a baby every night and I don't wake up fatigued at all. Now open your mouth, please, so I can give you a serving. Ah... Now hold it for 60 seconds. Head over to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, for 10% off. Can I stop now? Nope, you got 30 more seconds. Let's go to the next one. So the next response was from WinB95. She says, just relax, stop stressing, all you need is a drink. Wow. Wow. That's a good good one right there that that WinB brought up right there. You know, why don't you talk about the impact of stress, babe, and how that actually has an impact on other symptoms of PCOS? Well, you know, she's saying stop stressing, but you can't, even if you're on like a vacation in the south of France, like I once was, you can have stress because of your hormonal levels. Like if your cortisol is high and dysregulated, you're laying on this beautiful beach, but you're burning up inside, just like, you know, that feeling where you're just like anxious, but no reason. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, and that is hormonal Mm -hmm. and you can't just 
fix that by saying, I'm not going to be stressed. You have to implement a lot of different lifestyle changes to support your cortisol mm -hmm. levels mm -hmm. so that your body doesn't reach that point. And then there are other things like high testosterone that affects our anxiety as well. And so you have to do all of these other things like blood sugar regulation to manage your testosterone. Yeah. So you can't just say like, stop stressing. And you certainly like drinking is not going to help. Yeah. I think I read somewhere like women with PCOS should avoid drinking alcohol like the plague. Oh, yeah. It was in a book, right? Yeah. I want yeah. to say it's PCOS SOS. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Up. Yeah. Not to mention, like, according to research, 40 to 50 percent of PCOS women have anxiety and or depression. So this is not something that's like not real. Like this mm -hmm. is a real issue. So to, to tell someone to just say stop it basically like is a disservice and it just throws away all that like yeah. all that data right there that's yeah. you know there how about we investigate what's happening yeah. underneath and get the hormones back to balance yeah. and then let's take it from there mm -hmm. all right let's go to the next response babe nourish by ali says you can eat more carbs but only if you work out more hmm so basically kind of focusing on calories in, calories yeah. out, or like yeah. eat whatever you can work out, you know, like yeah. basically whatever you can burn off kind yeah. of a ideology right there. Like you can have that cookie if you're going to run five miles later. <laughs> I mean, you, like, that's not the right, I mean, that's not, awful. A that's not a healthy way of looking at it, right? That has nothing to do with work, like your carbs have nothing to do with how much you're going to work out that yeah. day. It's yeah, not you shouldn't like a change calorie your carbs thing. day to day because exactly. you're doing something. Yeah. It just depends on your level of insulin sensitivity. Like mm -hmm. if you can handle 100 grams of carbs in a day, then that's how much you eat. It doesn't matter how much you're going to work out later. Mm -hmm. It's just how much your body can handle. Yeah. And of course, you can handle more the more you lift weights and the more you improve your insulin sensitivity. Yeah, it's just about finding your carb tolerance. It's not about, you know, going from one like 50 grams to 150 grams to 80 grams yeah, randomly. Yeah, just because you're going to like exercise later or whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next response is from Mercedes Nav. Is that like a Mercedes navigation kind of like a username? <laughs> Her name is Mercedes Nav. She says, your body can't lose weight on its own. Try diet pills. Wow. Yeah. So this is something you talked about before too. It's so aggravating. People are handed diet pills when they have PCOS instead of talking about metabolism and mm -hmm. how to improve insulin levels and cortisol levels the two driving factors for pcos weight gain yeah i mean what is a diet pill going to do for you i'm so confused what is it going to do it's going to temporarily make you lose weight mm. it's going to make you miserable it's going to throw and it may not even do that because it, yeah. they're so like vague in how they yeah, work yeah yeah i don't know it's going to throw off your hormones even more yeah and and then you're going to rely on it and then oh my gosh the yo-yo dieting and then here we go again yeah the tricky thing is we all, like, no matter what your end goal is, we all want, like, the easiest, fastest solution. So when someone says diet pills, it, it's so easy to like, just be okay. like, yeah, like, I, I'd rather do that than, you know, yeah. whatever else. But then we don't realize that it's better to focus on the root cause of what's causing these mm -hmm. issues, you know, like improving insulin resistance, improving the metabolic dysfunction that actually improves the weight loss progress from within for more sustainable results. Because what's going to happen when you get off the diet pills? It's, it may you know, get worse. It's just going to get worse. Exactly. Because you didn't address anything about PCOS. Yeah. You're just ignoring this beast of an issue that takes time and energy to mm -hmm. really understand and investigate. And just ignore it. Take the diet pills or birth control or whatever yeah. and move on. All right. Next. Loves Lia lots. She says, drink a fruit smoothie for breakfast. 
I mean, a smoothie is a great option for a breakfast with protein, healthy fats. You could add a fruit in there, but not a complete fruit smoothie. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's nutritious. It's healthy. You know, lots of vitamins and minerals. Everyone thinks that like an acai bowl is a great mm, breakfast yeah. option. But it's just a lot of fruit. A lot of sugar you're loading yeah. upon in the morning. I know. And we talk about fruit a lot. And we talk about how... Um, eating a fruit a day, especially if you're first starting out to manage your insulin resistance, is ideal because you don't want to... You mean one piece of fruit, right? One like piece one, of fruit. One fruit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Instead of relying on a bunch of fruit to yeah. curb your cravings and stuff because it's going to make it worse. It's still sugar, you know? Yeah. And that's just while you're managing your insulin resistance at the beginning. You just want to have like maybe an apple, an orange. Just basically, you can even focus on blueberries or just berries, in fact, because they have low, low sugar content compared to other fruits. Mm -hmm. So just in the beginning, when you're managing insulin resistance, you don't want to be loading up on fruit in the morning, especially because that's like having 50, 60 grams of sugar just to no start protein. off your day. Yeah, no exactly. protein. And that's going to make you actually have cravings just an hour later. Yeah. If anybody who... Who's had a fruit smoothie? Let us know. Like comment yeah. on our Instagram. Do you get cravings immediately, like an hour, mm -hmm. maybe even less after? I had a patient who would get lightheaded and dizzy after breakfast every day. She mm. wouldn't even be able to like get up from a chair because her head was spinning and like she had to take care of her kids and this and that. And I was like, what are you eating for breakfast? And she told me, and then we changed it to a mm. more high protein, high fat option, That's like good. a smoothie with a bunch of protein and fat. And she felt so much better. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, a bunch of fruit in the morning, although that sounds like delicious, obviously, is not going to give you the energy to get through the day and like take care of your kids and do all these things. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but basically when you have something with a lot of sugar, like a fruit smoothie, what happens is you eat it and then your blood sugar goes really high. Mm -hmm. And then it comes crashing down like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're feeling that like fatigue, yeah. lightheaded, dizzy dizziness, and even cravings because that huge drop like a roller coaster in that blood sugar. Exactly. And fruit has fiber and water in it. So it's not as bad as eating like a piece of no, candy. No, of course not. But it still is going to give you that crash if that's the only thing you're eating. Yeah. All right. Adj Betty. If you keep eating chocolate chip cookies your very your very ovaries I think. or your ovaries will keep looking like them what <gasps> if you keep eating chocolate chip cookies you oh my god that's what i'm guessing like a doctor or yeah. someone told them it's it's i'm guessing what they were trying to say is you're eating chocolate chip cookies that's, that's why, why you have ovarian cysts oh my god Man, that is Lord, thing to say. People say the craziest things. One person, I don't know if I wrote this down, DM'd me and said, um, the doctor said, stop going to Burger King and you'll be fine. <gasps> I mean, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And you can still like, I'm, there's still people who go to Burger King and sure. still maintain a healthy lifestyle. You can eat gluten dairy free at Burger King Absolutely. if you want. <laughs> so even that is okay. It's just like to, to automatically assume this exactly. and this results to that and that. You know what exactly. I mean? It's just. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't at all. Like you said, I mean, I'm joking when I say you can eat gluten and dairy at Burger King. But like really, like if you eat Burger King, you're not going to get ovarian cysts. Yeah. If you eat chocolate, what kind of stupid? Yeah, like, for sure. My cortisol is going up. <laughs> Christ. What's next? All right. Uh, next one is from Anna Jones. She says, go to the weight loss clinic to do 30 minutes of cardio daily. Now, just to like, I, I want to break this into two parts. Someone saying go to the weight loss clinic is just it's like, yeah, disrespectful. They don't have to say weight loss clinic or just in, How about in, step outside and go for a walk to 
But they, that's not what they're trying to say. They're yeah. saying, go to the weight loss clinic so we know that you went. Yeah, and so you can lose weight. And so you can, can do 30 minutes of cardio. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there's a better way of saying it, which I would have said, oh, just try going on a, just try going on a 15 to 20 minute walk every other day or every day and try to throw in some 30 mm-hmm. minutes of cardio when you get the chance. Like That's a better way to say something so the person you're talking to understands the point, the reason. It doesn't feel accused. Yeah, it doesn't feel accused like, oh, you're not trying hard enough. The mm-hmm. whole point is... If you're going on active walks, it's a great way to boost your metabolism. It's a great way to feel better, improve insulin resistance. Same with cardio. Yeah. So that's a better way of, I think, giving that information out. Mm-hmm. The attitude, the disrespect. I know. that is. It's, the, yeah, it's just disrespectful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's and the next one is from Show Queen. She says, try hot milk and pepper for cramps. Well, I've never so heard that one. Random things like this. Just yeah, I've never heard that things. one. Hot milk. I mean, honestly, like if we, if you're, okay, you need to be careful who you get your advice from because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if somebody who has reverse PCOS, they wouldn't tell you drink, to hot, drink milk hot milk yeah, and pepper, which yeah. sounds awful. It's going to impact your insulin resistance. I don't know what pepper is going to do, <laughs> but we all know we talked about milk so many times, how it can impact insulin resistance, cause inflammation. There's even research studies showing it can, it can cause cystic acne. And in fact, there's even a research study showing the correlation of milk consumption and PCOS. A study done on 400 women with PCOS and milk consumption, and they found a direct correlation. So I rest my case. Rest my case, Your Honor. Voila. Right. She says, surgery will fix the problem. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I hear these stories of sisters who like the first thing they're told is to just like take out all their ovaries and mm-hmm. like they're not given a chance to do something that might yeah. reduce the cysts or. Yeah. And some yeah. people are even told that will cure PCOS when yeah. that is not true because ovarian cyst is just one of the symptoms of PCOS. It's not the main like, of course, it is called polycystic ovarian syndrome, but to be diagnosed with PCOS, you need two out of three symptoms, ovarian cysts, irregular periods, and hyperandrogenism. So if you, you can still have irregular periods and hyperandrogenism and have PCOS, you don't have to only have ovarian cysts. Yeah. So it's really important to know. How and, do people get off doing things yeah. like this? They get away with it. Yeah, I completely agree. Honestly. Yeah. And then Walla also sent another response saying another statement that she's received is don't eat beef and shrimp because they have hormones and cholesterol. Well, that one is so a lot of like uh, like beef, you know, from cows and stuff, they can have hormones be- as a result of all the, you know, uh, what is that called? Like livestock feeding and like mm. they, you know, they pump cows with hormones. They inject to, to make- them with hormones to make more milk and yeah. constantly make milk. Yeah. And they give them like steroids so that they have yeah. more meat so that they, they get more from each cow. So there mm. are hormones in beef, but it doesn't mean you have to completely cut out beef. I think it's the important thing is to get your beef from grass fed and also like pasture raised. Like pasture raised is a really important one because they don't use as much, from what I know, they don't use as much uh, like hormones and things like that. So you want to go for like pasture raised cows when you're buying beef. Mm-hmm. And just be careful what you're choosing. Yeah, exactly. Don't just avoid it. Yeah. That's like, are we just going to avoid everything that can potentially harm PCOS or are we going to navigate it? Yeah. Absolutely. So that we can live a pretty balanced lifestyle yeah. and be happy with the changes that we're making that mm-hmm. can last you know, lifelong instead of being so restrictive. Yeah, we just recommend if we're going to buy beef, just buy it from better quality. Yeah. And I guess same thing with shrimp. I mean, I'm not really up to date on what's going on with shrimp, (laughs) but they are bottom dwellers. 
So they do, you know, maybe have bottom stuff. dwellers. Well, that's what they are, aren't they? Like like uh like yeah. lobsters and stuff. Yeah. They clean the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I don't eat shrimp that much. Do you eat a lot of shrimp? I think no, I still don't eat know. it here and there, but yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right, next. So next one is from oh, why don't you read it, babe? Daisy Ram. Oh, don't, you, you skip one. Oh, sorry. How Chantel, dare you skip Chantel Savage? You have PCOS because you're quote unquote fat. Oh my lord! What a horrible word and what a horrible thing to say yeah. to somebody. Yeah, that's exactly what we heard today on the live too. What? Who sits there and the words come out of their mouth? You say that to someone's face, and you think it's okay. Like, yeah. how do you lay head to pillow that night? Yeah, with a clear conscience after hurting someone's feelings so badly. Yeah, if you take away one thing from this podcast or from PCOS Awareness Month, and I want everyone to yell this to, out into the world. Weight gain doesn't cause PCOS. Yes. PCOS causes weight gain. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. End of story. <laughs> end of the book. End of the chapter. I don't want to hear another thing about this. That's the last installment of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord. Uh, What's next? Next one is from... We got a couple left. Next one is Daisy Ram. Don't stop, met- don't stop metformin even if you feel sick. You're feeling sick because you eat too many carbs. Oh, my gosh. I could just fall out of my chair. Don't the doctors (laughs) look at the research studies? No, I guess not. I mean, I think with metformin, if you eat a lot of carbs, it's like hard for your body to digest it because of the metformin, something along those lines. But if you feel sick on metformin, I mean, is that the only thing that's going to help with blood sugar regulation? I mean, come on, there's research studies. Yeah, show yeah. talking about the symptom or talking about the side effects of metformin. So it yeah. doesn't mean just because someone has has side effects that they're eating too many carbs or eating exactly. too much. Exactly. Why about we look at the studies and that that talk about all these side effects? And inositol, there's a study on inositol comparing it to metformin. Yeah, showing that it is just as effective, but metformin has five times the side effects. Mm-hmm. All right, so why don't we just do a little research? Yeah. And I'm talking to the doctor who told you this. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you can print some the research study out. If you Google it, you'll find it immediately. Just print it out, take it to your doctor, and be like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of taking an acetal. All right, my stomach hurts. I'm miserable. I don't need to suffer. Mm-hmm. We need to figure this out. Yeah. See what they say. And yeah. then... You can purchase Obacetol, which is an inositol supplement that we love. And I always jump up and down, scream and yell about it because it's so helpful because I've seen so many testimonials from sisters who have taken it and gotten their periods back, you know, didn't feel ill while they were healing their um, insulin resistance, yeah. um, improve their insulin sensitivity, improve their testosterone levels as a result mm-hmm. of the insulin sensitivity getting better. And it's just... Uh, I post the testimonials, but we have like a whole album with thousands of them from sisters who have taken Ovacetol. Yeah. Uh, The next one. And again, we're reading the most, uh, we're reading what's the most incorrect, well-meaning advice you've received, you've received about PCOS. So we're reading those, uh, your responses. And the next response is from Nishad, who says, just wash your skin properly and that'll get rid of the acne. Oh, well, why I'm didn't gl- we ever think of that? Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> All the people, the th- millions of people, not just with PCOS, but millions of people who suffer from acne, why don't we just wash, wash our, our face? That's all that has to be done. Like, what a ridiculous thing that this sister was told. Oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry you were told that, Nishad. And 
it's there's so much more than that especially with skin and cystic acne my gosh it's more inflammatory it's more about what you're eating and gluten and dairy my god every time i have just a little bit like the acne because i'm acne prone it just flares up yeah i mean it's crazy it has nothing to do with any of the pro i have tried every product let Mm -hmm. me tell you i've wasted a lot of money on skincare and realized that you know what it's not that complicated it's really what i'm eating yeah all right. Uh, Want to read the next one, babe? All right. Echo says, take birth control to get your period back on track. We just answered this in a live today. Yeah. How birth control is giving you a fake period mm-hmm. because it completely bypasses and numbs and turns off your entire hormonal system and takes over completely. Mm-hmm. And your hormonal system is this beautiful dance of hormones that happens throughout a, sp- a period of about 28 days where your estrogen's up and then it's down and then your progesterone's up and then it's down. And, you know, there's specific reasons why you need these things to happen, not just for your period to come on time, but for your your bone health, your brain health, your psychology, your mood, your bloating, your skin, mm-hmm. all of these are impacted by this hormonal, beautiful rhythm that happens within those 28 days. When you take birth control, it just turns it all off. Let's just turn off the music mm-hmm. and put synthetic hormones and just have the same yeah. hormonal rhythm. And then oh, we, we withdraw, we stop taking it for four or five days. And then that's where our period comes. And well, then we start the, taking the, the it placebo again. Pills Right? Exactly. Yeah, those are, those are the four placebo pills you see on like a birth control mm-hmm. panel thing. Then those are what causes the bleed. You're saying? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And the dangerous thing is like a lot of women with PCOS when they're let's say they're 18 or 20 or whatever, and that's when they're having their you know trouble with their periods. They go to the doctor, and the doctor tells them, "Oh, here's a birth control. It'll help with your acne. It'll help with your weight gain. It'll help with etc." But what they don't tell you is you take the pill. You, maybe you take it for five, ten years. While you're taking it, all those symptoms are still there, but they're, you just can't tell because they're being hidden by this birth control pill. Mm-hmm. Once you get off, all those symptoms can be even worse than they were five, ten years ago because they've snowballed. Yeah. And it's not your fault, sister, for anyone taking birth control. It's just they don't properly educate you about this. So Exactly. And... I don't want to scare anyone who's taking birth control. We just want you to be aware. So you have the information. So at, when you do plan on getting off, you have an exit plan. Because that's our mm-hmm. number one recommendation for birth control is if you do plan on ever getting off, you want to have an exit plan. So you have some steps mm-hmm. to take and you don't just get off and like get this yeah. whirlwind of symptoms. Well, the second you take it or spironolactone or metformin, you should start thinking of what the exit plan is going to yeah. be. Maybe in a couple so, of years or five years, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. If it's... If it's helping you not suffer, like spironolactone, it can clear your skin. It can help stop the hair loss. Sure. Like I'm not telling you don't take it or take it or whatever. You make the decision. It can really help with managing the symptoms in that moment. But if you decide to take it, think of the exit plan. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do about the reason why you have high testosterone that's triggering the hair loss or the facial hair or the acne? What, how can we fix that? What mm-hmm. supplements do we need to take? What foods do we need to eat? What b- blood sugar regulation do we need to do? Yeah. You know. Uh, next one is very similar to what we received earlier. Uh, this one from TB Viewpoint. Removing the cyst automatically cures you. No. Nope. Yeah, we covered that. It's not a cure. And it's just unfortunate that yeah. they don't fully explain, you know, yeah. what that involves. 
I mean, the cysts happen because of a combination of inflammation and insulin issues. Yeah. And you can change the picture of your ovaries over a period of three months. Mm -hmm. Like if you reduce inflammation, if you reduce insulin levels and you get that under control, in three months you can go get an ultrasound and you can have no cysts. And it's possible, but they don't tell you this. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you can do this. I've seen it. I've done it. And a lot of patients have. So yeah, I have absolutely. pictures of people's ultrasounds. You have proof of yours too. And yeah. We have so many... Like, Pictures and photos of testimonials of people with their ultrasounds. So, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is Upa Sanak. Talent, is your laptop okay? Yes. Talent's laptop just turned off on her, so she can't read anymore. Okay. Sirak, <laughs> take it, it is away. It off? Is out of battery? It is out of battery. You know, before this podcast started, I asked you, do you need your charger? It didn't seem like I and did. And you said no. I had And you pushed battery. me away. I had battery. All right. Uh, I'm okay. just kidding. Upa Sanak says, get married and have children as soon as possible. Oh, the worst piece yeah. of advice. Just rush people into life decisions. Yeah, right. Rushing them into like something like that's going to change decisions. your whole life. I mean, it's great if you want to have kids and you should have kids whenever you want to. But if you sure. don't, if let's say you have a plan of not having one for five, ten years and someone tells you just have it. You're going to you know. marry some random person off the street and have kids immediately because your doctor said, hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. I know. Makes I agree. Makes me sick. <laughs> well, you, you, didn't you marry someone random off the street? Yeah. AKA me. I just swept right on Tinder and married the first person yeah. I met you. That's what you did. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we got two more left. Amanda, she says, going gluten-free just means cutting out carbs. Shake my head, she says. Yeah, some people think that gluten-free works because they think that they just cut out all their carbs by going gluten-free. And or they just think that's what gluten-free is about. Yeah. 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 You're just swapping carbs. Exactly. Like you're eating potato instead of non-gluten-free pasta. Yeah. In fact, it has nothing to do with carbs at it has all. It nothing to do with it's that. It's more about actually finding a sustainable approach to a diet and lifestyle. Is You don't want to just cut your carbs out. You don't want to cut calories. Yeah. But when you're removing gluten and dairy, you're getting down to the inflammation. You're getting down to the insulin resistance, two of the main factors of PCOS. And you don't feel restricted because you're still having a, your your number of carbs, whatever your carb tolerance is, and mm -hmm. enjoying life. Yeah. All right. Last one is from Brittany Jackson. She says, doctor emailed me to lose weight and it would help. I was literally 108 pounds and already lean. Wow. Wow. How much... I know. What's going on? I like, mean, they can really trigger eating disorders yeah. with PCOS just with the language yeah. and the, um, the just like being so incredibly disrespectful yeah. and inconsiderate of your entire picture of your health. It just triggers eating disorders. Yeah. You're 108 pounds. Like, yeah. why are you saying that to this patient? Exactly. I don't know. Makes me it's, sick. My cortisol is up to email, here. Somebody give me some CBD. Yeah. And sending an email. An email. Like, what was the subject line when that guy, when the doctor sent <laughs> Just lose weight. Yeah. Like, that's it's so mean. And like, did, did they even like treat this person? Did they look, look at her blood work? Did they look at her underlying issues? Do they know issues? of anything did about they try PCOS? To, yeah, did they try to understand her PCOS type? You know, there's so many layers and layers. Do they know that this is like a metabolic yeah. condition? Yeah. Some people don't gain weight. Some people lose weight with PCOS because mm -hmm. it's metabolic. Yeah. <sighs> My neck. <Whew>. So upset. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's actually all the responses that we got from you, sisters. Again, these are all the most incorrect, well-meaning advice that you've received about PCOS. 
And we covered them all and told you how we feel about it. Now, we're not done just yet. Again, it is PCOS Awareness Month, so we're going to keep the ball rolling. We got a little bit left. And let's gonna let's go ahead and answer a voicemail from our hotline. If you're new to this podcast, we have a hotline at one eight three three ask PCOS one eight three three ASK PCOS. You can leave a voicemail, you can leave a text, and we answer them. We play them on this podcast. It's also toll free, so you can call anytime. So let's play today's. Hit it. I'm a newly diagnosed person with PCOS. I was wondering, um, for the gluten and dairy, does it have to be 100% or can you just cut it out, you know, 90% of the time and still have times to indulge or will sporadic indulgences kind of defeat the entire purpose? Thank you. Great question. Yeah, it just depends on the person. Like I sporadically indulge in dairy, but then I break out. You know, so you have to know how much your body can tolerate. Sometimes I hear from sisters who say that they've done it like 80% mm. and they've seen great results and they're happy with it. They've lost weight. They feel better. And if that works for you, then do 80%. Yeah. You know, everyone's different. Yeah. I think one thing we would suggest is maybe cutting out for 30 days, like you said. Yeah. Earlier. Try to be consistent for 30 days. Yeah. So you know what level is okay yeah. for you because you can introduce it back slowly mm-hmm. and then you know, okay, this was too much. This is okay. And this was... Yeah. Not good. So you can gauge it that way. So yeah, like exactly. Talian said, some people do 80, some do 90. I think Talian does like 99.9. And then once in a while yeah. when we're out or something, like yesterday you know, have a bite night, or that. Or like key lime pie. We went to the neighbor's house and they had this delicious key lime pie from Susie Cakes. Um, and Is that nationwide Susie Cakes? Or? I don't know. It's here in Newport Beach, but... Yeah. I don't know. And it's so good. And oh my gosh, it was key lime pie. So I was like, okay, maybe I can just have like some of the filling, you know, so I had a spoonful. I'm okay so far. (laughs) Nothing's happened. We'll see tomorrow. I always always notice because you like, you get a little bit of acne under your jawline mm -hmm. and then I'll be like, Ooh, someone, someone had had dairy. Someone had a little bit of dairy, but then it goes away after a day. Yeah. You only have like a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's different. Yeah. Do you? Absolutely. All right. So, uh, let's go to the last part, our wins of the week. Now, I just want to do a little bit of a reminder. It is PCOS Awareness Month, and we're doing a very, very special bonus, and we've partnered with Ovacetol to do this. So, anyone who buys Ovacetol in the month of September, you will receive two weeks free supply of Ovacetol and a two-week trial in the sisterhood. All you have to do is use our PRC code 292660 when you order Ovacetol, Again, you'll get your three-month supply, but as a special bonus, a two-week free supply plus two weeks free in the sisterhood. That's right. All right, so the first win is from Angiza Yusufzal Mohammed. She says, I have a few amazing things to share and one to ask. One, I have lost 10 pounds and I'm feeling so much more informed since joining the sisterhood. Two, this past week on Day 34 of my cycle, I felt cramps and had back pain. I saw someone share that's what they feel when they are ovulating. And so I decided to check and I was. I haven't ovulated in six months. So I was so excited. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. Congrats. Ovulating. I mean, that's a sign that you're doing all the right things because with PCOS, not ovulating is really something that drives symptoms. Yeah. Or it, it can be so yeah. frustrating too because for six months, you know, imagine the stress that builds up and yeah. it's such a great relief to hear that mm-hmm. she's like ovulating and feeling better. She's excited. That's you awesome. go girl. Next. All right. 
Do you want to read this one too? Sure. Yeah. So I read a lot of the responses, okay. but now Talian, <laughs> Talian has a piece of paper to read them from so she can read it. K-Bird Bonner. She's also in the sisterhood and she posted a beautiful picture of her meal. She says... This is a delicious turkey chili. Thanks, Talene, for the brilliant recipe. I have only ever made chili with beef before, and this was really light and flavorsome. Day three of monitoring my carbs and feeling so much better. Blood sugar feels balanced. No more exhaustion after dinner or hunger headaches at all. That's awesome. Amazing. Great job, Kate. So Bird. happy for you. And this looks like a delicious meal. doesn't look like you're depriving anything. It actually looks like something you would make for me, you know, with yeah. the ground bee or the the chili with the avocado on top is that like parsley or what is that is that a salad on the I side i feel like i haven't made this dish in a while so good maybe i'll make it next week yeah and by the way uh heads up for all the sisters in the sisterhood we are going to be dropping some new fun recipes yes. in a couple of weeks going to be really really nice and we also put vegetarian and vegan recipes yes, for did. all our vegetarian vegan sisters mm -hmm. so that you have support you have um the recipes that you need so Fun, stuff is, fun awesome. stuff is coming. We have lots of good resources coming your way, sisters. Yeah. And we even have a weekly goal plan. Yeah. So every week we release this uh, seven-day uh, plan. Mm -hmm. And each day is one goal that you can um, basically check off. Yes. And a small attainable yeah. goal to help you move towards reversing PCOS. Lifestyle changes, you can't just start them tomorrow and be perfect at them. So we break it down for you in this amazing seven-day checklist with lots of attainable goals, just one per day. Yeah. And these goals can be something like maybe going on a 20-minute walk mm -hmm. or doing one of the workouts in the sisterhood or just trying out one of the recipes for lunch. Yeah. Very, you know, one goal, we want to set you up for, for success. And I, we feel the best way is to just take it one day at a time. That's right. Take it one step at a time, sisters. Yes. All right. This was a really fun episode. Really yeah. enjoyed this one, babe. And again, we want to just say happy PCOS Awareness Month mm -hmm. to all the sisters. We're here for you to support you all the way. And if you, have, if you ever have any questions, feel free to DM us on Instagram. You guys know PCOS.WeightLoss. And of course, we have our private Facebook community. If you ever have any questions there, me and Talia are always in there in the sisterhood answering your questions. So, That's right, sisters. Until then, we will see you soon and have a great week. Talk to you soon, sisters. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.